Whether you're hitting the road or kicking back in the cab, it's time to take a load off with Big Rig Banter. Powered by AllTruckJobs.com, your source for finding the trucking jobs drivers really want. Get ready to shift into gear and let the conversations roll. All right. Hello and welcome, truckers. The date is December 4th, and you're listening to the 43rd episode of Big Rig Banter. I'm your co-host, Troy Diffenderfer. And I'm your favorite co-host, Lene Rule. Lene, how are you doing today? Troy, I'm pretty good. I'm getting excited for some time off around the holidays. How are you? I am. I'm pretty good. I uh, may have made a little mistake this weekend. Oh, um, no. So... I mean, as you know, we're we're in the process of buying a house. We uh, officially pretty much bought it. Um, we have a little couple details to go through, but for all intents and purposes, we um, did buy the house. But uh, I made the mistake. We were over at my grandparents' house, um, just kind of talking, and so we'll officially close on the house December twentieth, okay. five days before Christmas. Right, that's stressful. And then I made the mistake of suggesting that we would host Christmas on <laughs> Christmas at our house that we only will have moved in five days before then. Um, so how did uh, Lydia react to that? Uh, I made it a point not to look at her when she whipped her head around and glared at me. I just kind <laughs> of smiled and told my wonderful grandpa that he's welcome at our place for Christmas, but um, she was not happy when we got back in the car, to say the least. Yeah, no kidding. Like, who wants to have people over um, when you just move into a brand new house? Yeah, but won't that be, like, awesome to have your very first Christmas in this new house? We'll have all our friends and family there. Troy, are you prepared to cook a full meal for all these people and... Um, move all of the furniture into the house, have it the entire place decorated, cleaned, and ready to go in five days. I mean, I feel like as long as the kitchen is moved in, no, then try. that's, all, that's no, all we need. You you don't understand. When you move into a new house, you know, and you, you, like, you dream of this moment, like your first house, you want it all set up, you want to be able to, like, show your family how great it looks and, you know, brag about it, not... Here's all our boxes piled in the hallway. Don't mind those. Well, I feel like I was going <laughs> to invite you to our Christmas dinner, but seeing your rather, attitude now. I, uh, I, I think I'll steer clear of Lydia on that day. Um, <laughs> as I tell you all the time, Troy, I have dumped people over less. So I know. you she, really need to consider Lydia's feelings before you invite your family. She does uh, <laughs> put up with a lot, and I'll definitely keep you updated on the situation. I am. I'm confident it's going to go smoothly, whatever so, the outcome is. So Christmas is officially at your house. Uh, so what's the plan? You're going to get determined. like we'll see. fried chicken from the gas station and serve it on paper plates. Is that is I that mean, Christmas dinner? I think it's more about the family than the actual dinner. But we'll get <laughs> I, to we'll cross that hey, bridge when we get to it. You don't know my family. I show up for the food. <laughs> All right, all right. But truckers, what do you think? If you invited your whole family over with uh, out giving your significant other a heads up for Christmas, uh, how would they react? Let us know using the hashtag Big Rig Banter. We definitely want to hear some of your hopefully cheerful holiday stories. <laughs> That's for sure. 
But uh, let's jump right into things. Lene is actually taking the lead on this episode, so let's hear what she has to say. All right, so I'm pretty excited to get started. I brought two of my relatives onto the show today who are actually truck drivers, and we're going to chat about CB radios and how they've changed over the years. Um, So let's first hear from my cousin Dennis. All right, Dennis, how are you today? Doing good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Thanks for uh, coming on the show. You're welcome. Um, so just for our listeners, why don't you give them a little background on how long you've been a truck driver and uh, what kind of freight you haul and all that stuff? Uh, I've been driving for 43 years. I've been in the business for 43 years. I used to re- retired about, well, May when the license came due. I, I, I didn't renew my license, and that's when I stopped driving. <clears throat> so I have been bought my first truck when I was 23 years old. Had as many as four on the road with drivers just the last 20 years. It was just one truck, my own, by myself. So I got about two, 2.7 million miles on the road over my lifetime. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, mostly <laughs> mostly uh, dry box, 53-foot dry box. Okay, cool. So uh, today we're going to talk about CB radios, and I'm sure in all that time uh, you've seen the use of CB radios uh, change over the years. <laughs> Well, I actually started out, yeah, it wasn't, you know, a lot of people, well, yeah, pretty much they had them, they had them from the day one, I guess, because we used to play with them when we were in high school with her, in our pickup trucks, <laughs> <laughs> before I got into trucking, yeah. and then I moved into the truck. Um, so I guess we kind of talked about this earlier, but what are some reasons that drivers are not using the CB radio as much? I would guess the biggest reason is a cell phone. Right. Um, it's just it's you can reach out further you can you know there's no cb's limited to to the length of you know mile or two on a normal radio it's not turned up where cell phone you can you know anytime anywhere pretty much right so uh before cell phones i guess the cb radio is kind of like your only way to talk to people or get entertainment <laughs> other than the radio radio yeah and the radio was even a problem back then because every 50 miles you ran out of the station so you had to find another station so, <laughs> so the cb radio if you could find a you know a bunch of guys that you know, a lot more guys talked on the radio back then uh, and everybody seemed to have them and you know if something happened you could get information down the road what, what was coming ahead of you um you know if you if you've seen a friend or something you could you know you could say hi <clears throat> And you could, when you're running with somebody, you can, you know, you can keep, you can talk back and forth to each other. You didn't have cell phones back then. So CB radio was great for that, uh, being able to run in a group of, of guys and, and be able to chat and talk and you know, keep, keep each other awake and stuff like that. Right. Um, so now with cell phones, I mean, people are using their radios le- less, but what are some reasons um, to keep the radio, I guess? Well, the radio is a lot of guys still run them and still use them. The biggest biggest thing is if you see if you're passing a guy in a truck and, and you notice something wrong with his truck that he's not aware of, maybe his side glove box door is open, he didn't close it right. Right. And now he's driving down the road and it's flapping open. You can see the stuff inside getting ready to fall out. So you could you know you could uh, a lot of times you have to toot your horn because you know like I used to run with my this thing called squelch is what is what you turn back to to only hear people that are right near you okay. you can turn it all the way up and you can hear people f- further away so 
if you don't, if the guy doesn't answer, you can just toot your horn at him and then show him your CV mic, and then he he'll turn his on, and then you can tell him what's wrong with his, you know what's going on with his truck without it having to do all kinds of hand gestures and stuff and <laughs> understand what you're saying. Right. And then the, a lot of the factories or companies used to use them uh, for dispatch of a docking system. You know, like if you were waiting to get in the dock, they would they would call you on the CV and tell you what door to go to when it was available, and then they would also tell you what you know, when you were done being loaded to come on and get your paperwork. The problem with that was, and is they do it, if you're trying to sleep while you're being loaded, then they're calling other guys and it's waking you up and you can't turn it off because then you'll miss your call. Right. The cell phone eliminated all that too because now they just call your cell phone. Yeah, that's true. Um, What was your CB handle? Mine was Red Fox. (laughs) Why? I don't really know why. I just, I, somebody, I got a radio and I went on it and somebody asked me what my handle was and it was like, uh, Red Fox. And that was it <laughs> for 40 some years. <laughs> Do you think that um, as technology, you know, is changing a lot with the trucking industry, do you think that the CB radio will eventually die off? I mean, that people won't use them anymore? It has really died off. A lot of people don't have them in their trucks anymore, but die off completely i don't know if it would ever do that now eventually it will because there won't be any drivers in the trucks if you listen to what <laughs> True. self-driving trucks are going to come out if there's nobody in the truck i'm sure there's not going to be a need for a cb but um uh, it's it definitely it's it died off drastically not in the last probably five years i didn't even have a cb in my truck All right. And once again, that was uh, my cousin Dennis. um, And he talked a lot about how the CB radios are changing over the years. But um, now we'll switch over to my interview with my cousin Joe. And he brought up a lot of really good points about what you should or shouldn't do on the CB radio, as well as how um, the social aspect of trucking has changed over the years. Joe's been a truck driver since 1985. Let's hear from Joe. Joe, how are you today? Very good. Good. Thanks for coming on the show for me. So when we first wanted to do this episode, um, before we realized that, you know, a lot of people aren't really on the CB radio anymore and stuff, we were talking about, um, you know, etiquette on when you get on your CB. So what are some things uh, you shouldn't or shouldn't say when you're on the radio? Well, according to the rule book, Right. Or on CB radios, it, it is illegal to swear on the CB radio. Oh, really? But, <laughs> yes. But uh, guys get on there and just go go at it all the time. And, and, and uh, I you know, try and stay away from that because you know, I'm, I'm thinking, what if some driver has his kid along? Or if there's right. a CB radio in the family car and they're going somewhere, <laughs> it's his trucker's driving his family somewhere. And you hear these guys trash talking on the CB. Uh, of course, you just turn it off. But I try not to do that, at, you know, at all. So it, I just think it's a good etiquette to talk like you would be talking to your mom or something. You know, you, sometimes they get on there and say, "Hey, you talk to your mom with that same mouth." <laughs> <laughs> then they say, "My mom's dead." So I don't, I don't know what to say then. So. <laughs> Is I kind of get the feeling, and I don't know, maybe, you know, I'm not a truck driver, but that um, you're kind of a close-knit community. You probably do pass the same trucks, especially if you've been on the road for a long time. Um, do you feel like the, 
like the ELDs and like all the regulations where you have to stick to driving within a certain amount of time and everything that that impacts like how much of the social interaction you get at truck stops and like when you pull off and stuff like that? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because before you could stop or if you've seen somebody, you're coming out of a diner and somebody's coming in that, you know, you could stand there and talk for a half an hour, 40 minutes, you know, and, and, and fudge your logbook to make it fit, make it you know, work right. Where <laughs> now you can't do that because you're on the clock. You know, you're, the clock is like a stopwatch, and and once your day starts, you know, you got only so much hours, so many hours to to go trucking. Sure. And uh, you know, it it took that part, that aspect away of socializing with other truckers. You know, you, you get you stop somewhere to eat, get in there, eat, and get back to the truck and get going. You know, the only time you which when you're taking your 10 hour break, your 10 hours off, then, you know, you can, if you run into somebody, then you can talk to them, but you know, they might not be all on their break, right. their 10 hour break. What's um, some advice you would give to a new person starting out in the trucking industry t- as it is today, because I know it has changed a lot and maybe people um, have a false impression of what that, what that's like. Hmm. What advice? Uh, if you, the best advice would be you better be single. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, unless, unless you have the right woman. You know, yeah. I got the right wife, so she, you know, she can take care of household things and, and you know, mowing the grass, take care of everything at home while I'm out on the road. I mean, I leave, usually leave Monday, don't get back till Friday or Saturday, uh, and I work about six weekends out of the year uh, where I'll stay out the whole weekend. Uh, yeah. but, uh, I mean, there's other jobs where you're home every night then too, but you're not going to make as much money as you are if you stay out on the road longer. That's right. where, you know, that's where the better money is for the most part. I mean, there might be a few jobs here and there where you can run short, and, you know, you get a, get, uh, you know, a pension and all that too. So it's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different jobs out there. So if you want to go over the road, you either either better have the right wife or be single. All right. And once again, that was Joe. Thanks to Joe for coming uh, on the show and uh, for adding that little bit of advice there for anyone who's considering getting into the trucking industry. And once again, a big thanks to both your cousins, Lene. It's crazy you have two cousins that are both truckers that you were able to get on the show and provide all this really cool information and insight into the industry and these CB radios. Yeah, I have lots of truck drivers in my family, so it was fun to get them on the air. We'll have to bring them back again soon. And once again, listeners, please leave us a review when you have a chance on any platform you're using, whether it's Apple Podcasts or any other uh, listening outlet. We really appreciate all the reviews and feedback that you can provide. And for anyone listening for the first time, this podcast is powered by alltruckjobs.com, which is an online job board that allows you to find trucking jobs in all 50 states. If you're interested in sponsoring this content, there are opportunities for you to get some airtime. So reach out to us um, on our website. All right. And once again, thank you, truckers. I'm your co-host, Troy Diffenderfer. And I'm your favorite co-host, Lene Rule. And this has been Big Rig Banter. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Big Rig Banter. For your next job, check out alltruckjobs.com 
the premier online source for finding the best driver jobs in the country. Browse hundreds of positions by freight or driver type to get back on the road with confidence. Click subscribe to keep the conversations coming. Until next time on Big Rig Banter.